0: City, 97.3 ESPN. This is the Sports Bash with Mike Gill on 97.3 ESPN. Now, live inside the Matt Black Kia Studios, here's Mike Gill. Uh, It's a Tuesday edition. It's time for Tuesday with Thompson. The PT's in the house. It's the Tuesday at Thompson brought to you by Comfort Now from Bob McAllister. Call Comfort Now for discounts and rebates on qualifying cooling and heating systems. Visit Bob and the Comfort Now team online at iwantnow.com. It is the Sports Bash 97.3 ESPN and the free mobile app powered by First Bank of CIL. Download the free mobile app and take us with you everywhere you go. Turn us on. Leave us on. South Jersey sports leader. You're home for the NFL. You're home for Eagles football. Here we go. So PT, a uh, lot to dive into here as the Eagles lose. Get his reaction. You know the PT's been feisty recently there, uh, bro. You know, a towards feisty. you. No, just like he's got like something to say. A little opinion, a little juice, a little piss and vinegar. PT an opinion? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. it's like a new PT. I love it. Let's bring him in to the Boardwalk kinda of hotline here on the Sports Bash.
1: The opinionated one, Peter. It's, uh, Michael Bones, it's pretty hard not to have an opinion when the team that you grew up rooting for and that you love pisses it down their leg and just plays awful in the entire second half. It's, it's pretty hard not to have an opinion. Yeah. You know, well, he, I'd, have, I'd have to have no pulse not to have an opinion. Let's get that. your
0: opinion on our poll question today. We'll update the poll question here on the Sports Pass Live on 97.3 ESPN at 97.3 ESPN. Get on over there and vote as many of you have. If the Eagles removed one guy, Doug Peterson or Carson Wentz, who should it be? And just an FYI, it's just a question that came up in conversation. No one's asking for either to be gone. Right now, it's 60-40. Who's the PT voting for?
1: Uh, you know, I heard you when you brought it up. I heard when Hunter accidentally stumbled across the question, you're like, oh, I think that could be a good, poll question. It's got to be Peterson and uh, because – you're right. I mean, just go look at the, you know, like Peterson of the Peterson world. Peterson stays or Peterson goes. Peterson goes, right? Because the question is phrased: if you moved on from one guy, which guy is it? Doug Peterson is who you'd have to move on for. From I mean, even though both guys are in the are in my sights right now because I thought some of Peterson's play calls were awful, and I thought Carson Wentz held onto the ball too long and was at least responsible for at least two of the eight sacks. I, I just think he tried to extend the play. But, again, uh, franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Look at look at teams. Look at Denver right now. Denver keeps rotating through quarterbacks, hoping that they can finally find a guy. You know, I mean, it's kind of, it's almost comical when you look at the Broncos and think about the fact that that's like their goalie situation with the Flyers. You know, Flyers, never, Flyers only had a couple goalies. Well, thank God they finally have one. Well, you don't find franchise quarterbacks That easily, and even though Wentz has regressed from his MVP-ish season, uh, he certainly is not completely to blame. And I say that putting him in my sight,
0: the game, and it's like, well, I'm always going to be aggressive. Well, you can't try 60 and a 25 all the time.
1: Hundred percent, and I mean that—that that to me is an arrogant, Doug answer of like, "I'm not going to change the way I am." Hey, buddy, nobody's asking you not to call Philly, Philly again, or nobody's asking you not to be aggressive at the right time. But God bless it. In that situation, they're third and three. The same play that where the ball went through Ertz's hand on fourth and three, if you're on that play on third and three, then there never is a fourth and three. He probably catches it. You don't set yourself up in that. Instead, on third and three, they try to go 25 yards down the field to Deshaun, who for whatever reason was in the game and not in the game and were trying to save him. Save him for what? <laughs> like Right, He's one of your top guys. Put them out there.
2: What did you think about Zach Ertz dropping the pass after we hear rumors that there was some sort of heated conversation between him and Howie Roseman?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, yes, there was probably an argument. Uh, look, uh, Zach Ertz is human, right? Happy Gilmore is human, right? I mean, yeah, look. Uh, again, my, my take on the whole Zach Ertz thing is that he's been your most reliable guy. He's been your go-to guy. He didn't drop the pass because he's worried about his contract situation. He dropped the pass because he's human and you drop a pass, but it wouldn't have been highlighted or out that much. If, if it like, you know, if it's on third down, not on fourth down, because it was in fourth down, that was just basically almost like, okay. Okay, Washington football team. Here we'll just give you another short field again. I mean, it, it, the aggressiveness—two fourth down attempts, zero conversions. That's on that's on Doug for going for it.
0: I definitely liked what they did to start the game. A lot of quick stuff. Goddard was having a great you know series. They had the touchdown pass to Urch. You had a couple of short stuff out of the backfield and got it to Playmer I don't know why they don't stick with that. Let Rieger catch the ball underneath. Let him make some moves. Same with Jackson. Bubble screens, short stuff and then take your shots down the field. It was like they they set it up, and then it was like we set it up, so now we have to go deep, but the deep didn't work. Well, we got to keep doing it until it does work. And it, 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 total uh, stubbornness and frustration. That's why Peterson was number one on my list of why. It was Peterson, Wentz, and then that offensive line. They were up 17 to nothing with that offensive line, and Casey Joyner yesterday astutely pointed out, Peter, that – they were up 17 to nothing and Wentz had been sacked 4 times already. So yeah, the line was not was not great, but they had a lead with that line.
1: Yeah, that that does you know. I mean, I'm not changing my ranking since I have to defend the one that I already picked. And the O line is the thing. Like that's the juicy story. Eight sacks and the first time they've had that many sacks since the Winston Justice game. I I was going back and looking at that and thinking, my God, you know, I remember that game where Winston Justice got used like a turnstile by OCU Manure. That's what it felt like at times in the second half. And then you just get this confluence of events where. You know, boy, when you're going good, you're going good, and unfortunately, when you're going bad, you're going really bleep bleep. You know, I mean that that one sack where the run, that, it wasn't on the line at all. I mean, it was whoever was the running back, he broke out to the left, and then John Bostic comes in and just manhandles cars. He, look, anybody unblocked in the NFL is going to get to the quarterback, and that's communication issues, and that's just brain farts, quite
0: frankly. All right. Uh, better than PT farts, I can tell you that much. Sports Bash Live, 97.3 ESPN. <laughs> uh, we'll get Peter back for Happy Hour Friday for his thoughts on the Eagles and Rams game. But first, level of interest in the Phillies' Final 14?
1: Well, you know, uh, like morbid curiosity. I mean, they, they piss me off so much in the Morbid Miami curiosity?
0: Series. They're the number one wild card team right now. It's amazing. People that yeah, just... Yeah. You,
2: you lose some buzz when, when you lose 5-7 or to the Marlins. It's like, oh,
1: come on. And the injuries? Right. And, and the fact that, you know, the lineup is like watching paint dry if they're missing their, their two best hitters. If Real Muto isn't in there and Hoskins isn't in there, you just sit there and think, like, I mean, look at yesterday's game. You sit there and go, all right, touch, got him on the board. And then you're like, Next? Okay, step up table for one. Anybody want to hit? You know, uh, it just—I I, literally—I looked at—I I got home, I got the chair, I turned the fire on the TV. I'm looking. I'm like, God, oh, the Phillies. I see that the Phillies are up one-one, or it's t- or one nothing, or it's tied one-one. I'm like, okay. I switch to something else. I go back and I look. It's four-one. I'm sorry. I just—it's like that girlfriend that just keeps teasing you, won't let you do it. Dang it, <laughs> start doing something. I mean, I get so mad Jeez. at this team. I never you had that issue. Team. Wow. You,
2: Gil? You, me nothing? you ever get teased too much? It uh, never all, happened, Gil? It sounds like we Pete's alone on this one.
1: Once. Yeah, it's probably those farts.
0: Yeah. yeah, don't fart as much, Pete.
1: Listen, bro, i got to figure out how you lost in fantasy football to a professional hockey player, a guy that doesn't know yet anything about oh, other than and pucks.
2: Miles Sanders didn't play, and Marlon Mack tore his, uh, or he has an Achilles injury, and that's what happened. Boom,
1: you lose. Oh, that's true. That's good for me, though. I have that backup in Indianapolis, and he's on my bench. And by the way, I had the double bubble. I, I listened to, hey, Pasquito reached out to me via Twitter the other day. I love Jeff Pasquito. Uh, I have the double bubble of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, so I definitely won my week. Uh,
0: all right. Well, that wasn't the uh, conversation. What about that fart you just talk about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no no i mean i guess if we're just playing free for radio we could go to any topic any time but not my ass please Jeez. <laughs>
0: oh, all right sports pass live 97.3 <laughs> espn hey by the way did you see peter laviolette got another job what's this like 15 teams for him
1: I was excited for Jim. Come on, Peter. You know, look, I-, I like the guy. I think that he usually comes in with fire and brimstone. And I heard Hunter talking about listening to that behind-the-scenes thing when they played the outdoor game. You know, he- he'll go in, and-, and his job is to get him past the hump. You know, I mean, now they had a whole fame coach that got him past the hump, and then they didn't pay him. So that's why Barry Trotz is coaching with the Islanders now. But, uh, you know, that- that's – that's his job. I, I, I like Lobby. I liked when he was at the Flyers. I thought he had that uncanny use of the timeout, so I wish him the best except for when they play in are, the Black.
0: Are you still paying attention to the Stanley Cup playoffs? You read
1: my mind, Gil. You know what? I'm paying attention to him enough to know that the uh, Islanders have run into a better team known as Tampa and that Dallas is through. I mean, am I watching the games? No, I'm not. I'm not spending three hours watching a game without my team. I, I might watch a finals game or two until, yeah, I'll probably have a better chance of watching that. top than- you got to be watching every game, PT. Hey, PP has lesson plans now. I mean, i got to grow up. Let's see here. McCutcheon, Harper, Bohm, Gregorius, Segura, Kingery, Nap, Garlic, Quinn. Is that today? And Do you know, yeah, it just came out. Do you know that today a guy at my school said that it's a matchup of two Cy Young winners tonight, and I had a hard time figuring out who the Mets' Cy Young winner was?
0: Well, who's the Philly Cy Young winner?
1: Jake Arrieta. He was oh, jeez. Former, former Cy Young yeah. winner. Yeah. Oh, no, so I, I you're right. I totally forgot guy. about that. You know, and uh, Rick Porcello is the other
0: side. Yeah, Porcello did win the Cy Young. How about that? Remember that? Hey, Porcello was like 19 years old when he got into the league. He was like he, some, uh, and then he had a Cy Young somewhere back there. And man, he stinks out loud now. By the way, Philly uh, uh, Wilson Ramos behind the plate smells like a he's awful back there. You got to steal all over him tonight.
2: No doubt. <laughs> oh, you can steal <laughs> on him left and right. I could probably steal on. Him.
0: Yeah, you got is to there just a bet steal on
1: that. Can I put some money down on
0: that? Yeah, how many stolen bases over the under Phillies have? Yep, how many soul bases will they have tonight? That's what you got to see. He stinks back there, Ramos. He stinks. I wonder if Josh could steal on him. You know, Josh and I had a debate on the air one. Well, he thinks he could beat me in a race. In a, in a foot
3: race? I think Josh could yeah. beat you
1: in a deadlift. I don't know if he could beat you in a running race. I've never seen
0: Josh run before. Well, he claims he could beat me in a race. I saw a run- Hunter run. He ran in my backyard that day. Were you there, Pete?
1: Uh, no, I talk about athletes. I don't necessarily do it. No, were you there? You were there the day that they no, raced. No. Oh, yeah, I do remember that race now that you bring it up. and uh, You asked me to race, and I was like, what, are you kidding me? Yeah. All yeah.
0: right. We'll talk to you Friday.
1: That was fun. Thanks,
0: guys. Yep, see you. All right, brought to you by uh, Sugar at PlaySugarHouse.com. Place your legal sports bets at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up now. They'll match your first deposit up to 250 bucks. Do you think they have a line on that? How many stolen bases? No, how many stolen bases? Uh,
2: I'm sure, dude, you can bet everything. What did you tell me during the break that you could bet on? Oh, if Andy Reid's going to wear a face shield or not. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, you think they don't have
0: stolen bases? It's in there somewhere. Okay. All right, on the other side, who's in? Who's out? Who makes the NFL playoffs after one week? Our thoughts next. All right, it's time for who's in, who's out. Who are the 14 teams we think will make the NFL playoffs? We'll do our division winners and three card teams in just a second. But first, let me tell you about my friends at propswap.com. If you haven't checked out PropSwap.com, I don't know what you're waiting for. they got great tickets over there right now. You know, those Miami Heat tickets are really good ones to jump on. Hey, how about the Dallas Star tickets? They're going to the finals. If you can find a Dallas Star ticket from back then and say, I don't know, February, you might get some really good odds. You're buying other people's sports tickets. It's PropSwap.com. It's one of the fun, most fun betting future sites in fact it's the best i mean in terms of futures you're not going to find anything better because you're getting the best odds you're buying other bettors tickets who no longer want them and they say propswap.com check them out propswap.com all right who's in who's out got any changes
2: I'm going to stick to my guns a bit. I I do have some things I'm going to switch around, but for the most part, I can't overreact over week one. How about you?
0: Well, uh, I do have some changes. Let's get into them. AFC East last week. I want Patriots. I'm sticking with the Pats. I am also sticking with the Patriots. I think Josh McDaniels is going to
2: have a field day with this whole running game, and it clearly worked. It was beneficial. Now, keep in mind, they played the Miami Dolphins, so... They need to play better talent first to, for me to really believe it. But, uh, you know, look, it, it's it's Bill Belichick and it's Josh McDaniels, and they've had a ton of success in this league. So until they're not winning that division, I can't go otherwise.
0: Uh, last week I went with the Ravens. I'm sticking with the Ravens, although Pittsburgh made me scratch my head a little bit.
2: I think you're in on Pittsburgh more than I am. You, you actually thought Cleveland could have had a fighter's chance, no? No. Oh, I don't know why I thought you said maybe that that would have been due to the no fans that maybe they could have made some. They beat them last
0: year, I said.
2: Oh, okay. I don't know why I associated that with maybe
0: getting the job done. Uh, South, I went with Tennessee. Even though the kicker I'm uh, putting a hit out on, I still stick with the Tennessee Titans. They won a tough road game. That was the, to me, that's the most impressive win of the week. They went to Denver and won. That's the, that's the best win in that division.
2: Now, this is where one of
0: my flip-flops come into play. I liked the Texans,
2: but I wonder if the Texans become a wild card team and the Titans end up being able to battle it out there. I don't know if I really liked what I saw out of the Texans in week one. It's only week one, but you saw the difference in DeAndre
0: Hopkins. is yep. that the truth? Big loss. I mean, a couple throws at Watson makes. Hopkins makes the play. The other guy doesn't. So I'll I'll go with Titans
2: AFC South. I will flip flop those. That'll be something I keep an eye out on. I'll go Titans AFC
0: South after Week One. Okay. How about the West? Uh, Kansas City Week uh, preseason after Week One. Sticking with the Chiefs, obviously. Yes, it's a uh, no-brainer. All right, let's go to the wild card teams. I do have a change in one of my wild card teams. I went with Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Houston last week. This week I'm sticking with Buffalo. I'm sticking with Pittsburgh. Houston's out. The Raiders are in. They got a nice road win. I like the kid Jacobs. Ruggs is a nice part of the offense. They went 7-9 and nine last year. I think the Raiders, I'm not a big Gruden guy either, so it kind of pains me to have to put him in there. I think he's the most overrated coach, maybe north of any NBA coach. But that being <laughs> said... Uh, I got Vegas is my third wild card team. The, the finding a third wild card team in the ASC is putrid. It's funny you bring them up because I was
2: totally looking at them thinking, maybe, maybe, but I said I'm going to stick to my gun. So I know the Colts had a brutal loss, but I'm going to stick with them still with the wild card team. I'm not going to give up on them just because they lost to the Jags. I think Frank Reich might have them getting back on track after this week. I'll flip flop, like I said, the Texans and the Titans. So I'll put Texans in as a wild card team. And I'll stay with the Steelers. So I'll go Colts, Texans, Steelers as my wild card squads.
0: All right, let's go over the NFC. See what we think about that after one week of play. It's who's in, who's out on the Sports Bash Live 97.3 ESPN. All right, let's go to the East. Last week I had the Eagles in the preseason going to Dallas no explain um, I just think Dallas you know we talked about the coaching and that's why I went with the Eagles in the preseason we're seeing in week one you know the Redskins had no problem with the coaching staff so that whole thing of all oh, the pandemic and you have the coach that doesn't seem to matter all that much and i thought the cowboys just looked more complete than the eagles did the other night i think the eagles have a more uh, i think the cowboys have a more talented team i said that last week but i took peterson over mccarthy i don't think the coaching is going to be as big of a, a impact that i thought between the two teams dallas is more talented than philly is
2: that's a fair point i went with dallas last week and i'm going to stick with dallas uh, i just think that they have more when it comes to their overall roster. I'm not a big McCarthy guy. I don't think he stinks. I don't think he's great. I just think he's an okay NFL coach. Well, but I think Bowl. the the Eagles are going to struggle this year, and the Cowboys are going to have a 10-win team. Or I don't even know. At first, I thought it would be a 10-win team in Dallas, a 9-win team with the Eagles once again. I, I don't know if it's going to pan out that way. I just know that this division is going to be similar to last year, where it's a bunch of dumpster fire squads fighting for that eight and eight nine and seven which might actually win the whole division
0: right, let's go to the north last week i went vikings well they played the packers and the packers beat them but it was how they beat them and the way rogers looked. i think rogers looked much more comfortable this week than he had at any point last year they leaned on him a lot more so rogers Looks like a reborn version of Roger, although his picture that they used on Fox the other day, he looked really old in that picture. Did you see that, anybody? Yeah, yeah you didn't like that? Oh, my God. He had, like, the hair all parted to the side. He looked like a, like an old little kid. That's so funny. Now I'm realizing why
2: you had so many changes off the air. You're like, oh, a lot of changes? I said, no, nah, not really. That's because I'm such a great picker after week one. I went with Green Bay, and I'm going to stick with Green Bay. I wonder if the whole first-round pick thing Really pissed Aaron Rodgers off to the point where he's thinking, screw you, front office, and he yes. played with that chip on his shoulder.
0: All right. Go to the south. I went with the Bucks to start it off, and I'm going with the Saints now.
2: They look good, huh?
0: Well, Bucks have too many problems on the offensive line. They got problems on the line, and their defense is a little bit of a problem.
2: But don't you think every year with Tom Brady that they start out slow, it's two and two, you question what's going on, and then boom, there's a nine or maybe not nine, a seven game winning streak that comes after that.
0: Uh Tom Brady with the Patriots, and I'm not counting the Bucks out. You might hear them show up a little bit later on down this list, but I think when it comes to Saints and, and that Saints team has had the continuity that the Bucks don't have.
2: Very true. Great point. I went with the Saints, and I'll stick with the Saints. They played a phenomenal football game. There's no denying that.
0: Let's go to the West. Last week, I went with Seattle. This is an interesting division. All four teams, I think, could possibly win this division now. And Arizona was a team that I liked a lot entering the year. I'm sticking with Seattle, though. All
2: right. I thought you were going to throw me a curveball there. I really did. I went with Seattle. I will stick with Seattle.
0: All right. Wild cards. Three NFC wild
2: cards. What you got? I'm going to stay true to my guns. I got the Eagles. <laughs> I got the Eagles. That one might change pretty damn soon. I don't know, though. 49ers and Buccaneers. So all those teams lost, but like we say, let's not overreact fully to week one. So I thought that they were going to be better. I'm going to wait to see if they work out of their little jam that they put themselves in. So who is that? The Eagles, the 49ers, and Tampa Bay.
0: Okay, so two of those teams lost. Three of those teams all lost. Three. They all three. All three of them lost. Right. Okay. Interesting.
2: I know because I'm scared because I just mentioned the NFC East is going to be so tragic. It's hard for me to think that You know, whoever doesn't win the NFC East is going to find a way into that wild card. But we'll see how it all plays out. Maybe there's some changes next week.
0: There usually is. Here we go. Who's in? Who's out? These are the teams that are in the NFL playoffs. Wild card. Last week, I had Dallas, Green Bay, and San Francisco. Well, two of those I now have winning the division. So my wild cards are changing. Wild cards, no particular order, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, San Francisco. What happened to that Minnesota team? Yeah, they had a lot of problems with the pressure up front. You got Igakwe over there, didn't help them out at all. They had no pressure on Rodgers. You watch any of that game? No pressure at all.
2: It's a big-time issue. It really is. And I, I thought that it would be a lot closer than that. It was pretty damn one-sided. Too many, I mean, what, are
0: they got 45 points in that
2: game? It's incredible. 43 forty three thirty four. I don't even have the Vikings making the playoffs, so it's kind of going I mean, with... I
0: think they'll tweak the defense will get better. They got Their offense is very good, and I think they'll— I mean, look, the NFC, you think about the ASC, we're putting the Raiders in. Okay. The NSC is loaded. To get in the playoffs in the NSC, I mean didn't have Philly in. They made the playoffs last year. Didn't have um didn't have LA in. They won. Didn't have San Francisco. Oh, I did have San Francisco in. And they lost this week. Arizona looked really good. Didn't put them in. Falcons scored a bunch of points. Didn't put them in. I mean, A lot of good teams are going to be on the outside looking in on the NFC. The ASC, I mean, I I was just like, all right, give me a team. The Vegas looked all right in week one. You have the Eagles out. What happens if they don't
2: make the postseason? You would have to think changes are made, no? Like, what Jim Schwartz, but if they moved on from Jim Schwartz, I don't think the defense is going to be the issue this year, but if they do make a change just to make a change and it's Jim Schwartz, that doesn't really satisfy me.
0: Um, that's a good point. If they don't make the playoffs and they have to make a change, what's the change they make? Do they
2: actually hire an offensive
0: coordinator Look, the and world, then they claim that's the move? This is the world we live in where now you have to make a change if you if you, you know, all the time just to make a change. But would you agree that they would need to make a change? Uh, do you think they need a coaching change? Probably not. Do I think they need to get a different quarterback? Probably not. Do I think they need to fire the GM? Eh, I mean, I'm not, like, banging the drum for that. Well, how about just something like this? They
2: actually hire an offensive coordinator. Um, I know they- it's Doug's offense, but, I mean, something where –
0: you, 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 well, don't you, you, you think there's to enough spark? Something isn't there something going on between the coach and the front office like right now? Isn't there something kind of there with the whole grow firing and then the way that there's been messaging going on? Isn't there already seemingly something kind of there? You would think so in a negative way. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Like this isn't like peace and
2: harmony. I would have to agree with you. Yes, there is something happening inside the Jason I Peter's would thing.
0: You know, hey, uh, I don't get into the contract stuff. I was just thrilled to death.
2: Yes. So, are you implying with your statement that maybe something would happen to Doug Peters, like a
0: mutual split? Wow, that would be really. What's Doug Peterson's contract situation? It's a great question. I will look that up as we speak. Yeah, like, what is his, how many years does he have left? When did he get that deal? I don't, it's so weird that that's not, like, readily, like, in my brain that, oh, you know, he's got three years left on that deal. Like, you know, would they have, like, an amicable 2022 he signed? So, this year, next year, and 2022, or just this year and next year? Through oh, through 2022. So, this year, next year, and 2022, he signed.
2: I don't want Doug Peterson to be fired just to be just to clarify but I just wonder if they do something different if they don't make the postseason this year because let's say they finish 9 and 7 and that doesn't win the division and that doesn't get you a wild card spot with an expanded wild card spot that's 3 straight years of 9 and 7 do you keep going down that road or do you try and switch something up I, I don't know this is a very difficult situation because as you said I believe that Carson Wentz doesn't need to be changed. I don't think Doug Peterson needs to be changed, and I'm one of the few that enjoy Jim Schwartz and what he could bring to the table. And you saw how he adapted with Darius Slay. So I don't know the answer, but I don't know if you can continue to to do this constantly. Yeah. I just don't know. It's hard. If they
0: didn't make the playoffs, what's the major shakeup? The That's, only the thing That's the I question. That's the question that think you're of. Right. That's the question you threw out there. If yeah. the Eagles somehow didn't make the playoffs, and I say somehow, it's not inconceivable. You know, it's not a rite of passage that they make the playoffs. If they don't, what's the change? That's I, I don't I don't know. By the way, it's the a- poll question: Doug Peterson, fifty nine point eight uh, percent. Carson Wentz, forty percent. It's pretty close. That's 60-40. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty close. It's a tough question, though.
2: All this is, and I think that's that's why I, I feel we're all kind of struggling with you know, just what's happening. This organization right now, it just seems to be up in air on what's even occurring. You mentioned, well, is there some sort of headbutting going on between the head coach and the front office? It seems like there is. Well, that's a weird situation for an organization that normally thrives.
0: No question. By the way, this is an interesting text from Nick and Brigantine. He said, I think the Bucks signed Brady thinking about ticket sales. With no fans, do you think they're disappointed?
2: It's a very interesting way to look at it. I think that there is something to be said about getting people in that building, selling jerseys, all of that, while believing that they could win as well. Because if you get Tom Brady, you would think that you have a great chance of winning.
0: Oh, yeah. Merchandise,
2: ticket sales, jerseys, all that stuff. That's a very interesting way to look at it. And, and that can go across the board in the NFL. Think about the new stadiums, right? Vegas and in L.A. And now you don't have anyone in there. Well, at Five least,
0: billion dollars yet. they spent on that stadium. And there's not one ass in the seat. That's got to be tough to take, man. Not yet, at least. We'll see. No, but like all, these guys, all these owners opening up these stadiums and there's nobody in them. It's got to be very difficult to swallow that, don't you think?
2: Absolutely. I would think, though, that you're going to see fans in the stands uh, just continuing to intensify as the weeks go on.
0: All right, how about this tweet from Andrew Brandt, former uh, front office guy with the Eagles. He was a front office guy with the Packers. He now is like a sports business uh, guy. I like those guys. I follow a lot of those guys. He says, of all the overreactions to week one in the NFL, the silliest is some... Sky is falling talk due to a dip in the ratings for some of the games. Do people realize that low ratings for NFL games equal unbelievably high, never before seen ratings for every other sport and entertainment programming? You it's know, yesterday I read off that the game on Fox had the highest viewership in four years for Fox. And somebody actually emailed me like angry that I made that statement and that I didn't, you know, mention that the other games had a dip, which they did. The Sunday night game did have a dip. The Thursday night game also had a dip. Now, the Thursday night game was up against the Laker game, which never happened before. You never had the NBA playoffs going on at the same time as the regular season NFL happening. You just don't, that doesn't happen. The NBA playoffs, so you have LeBron James playing at the same time that the, NBA, the the NFL. And if you looked at the NFL, the viewership was off by like 2 million people from last year. Well, guess what? About 2.8 million people or 4.8 million people were over watching LeBron James played. So the the NFL ratings, they have taken a slight dip, but they are still... Believe me, any television network would jump over backwards to have the programming on.
3: And that's the thing no one wants to talk about. And that is, I went through this the other day on game night. And that is, the Thursday night football, the college football on Saturday, the NFL on Sunday now. We're seeing a pattern. Every time they say, the NFL ratings are down. You know what the viewership is? The NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup finals. You take exactly those numbers and add it in. The games have the same, if not more, viewers than they did previously. And by the way, this is the same thing with the NBA playoffs from recent weeks. If you go through the numbers, you're finding out that it's not that less people are watching, it's that people are watching other things.
0: I think this is a big number two that wasn't discussed. Week one NFL games, including the late national window on Fox, the two Sunday regional games on Fox and CBS, and the pair of primetime games, they average about 18.5 million viewers. It's down 4%. From last year. So it's down. This, while TV usage year to year, cable subscribers is down 21%. From year to year, 21% less people have cable. Only 4% of the audience has left, though, the football. So it means all those people who cut the cord, they're still averaging 18.5 million people. It's pretty big. No doubt about it. Yeah, the, the cable cutting is very
2: important to factor in as well as I would think watching the NBA finals or uh, I'm sorry, not the NBA finals, but NBA playoffs in general is common sense. Like this is common sense stuff. So when you see numbers, how important is context? It's so important. So it's hard for me to believe that people just forget about the other side of the conversation. Well, why is this happening?
0: Well, Well, let's dive a little deeper. Yeah. Fox led week one of the NFL season with 25.8 million viewers for the national game. That was up from last year. And the interesting part was last year, the game in that window was Cowboys giants. You had New York and Dallas, who was a national audience against New Orleans, which is a smaller market. I mean, New Orleans has a good fan base, but it's a smaller city and Tampa Bay is a really small city. I mean, in terms of TV market, Tampa and New Orleans are two of the smaller ones in the entire league and they outdrew Dallas and New York. So that's pretty big. The interesting part about this is the two Fox games were both up. The CBS, now keep this in mind, CBS had the Patriots game on that Took a loss. Why? No Tom Brady. Think about that. The Patriots were on TV, didn't have Tom Brady. They lost a little bit of their audience.
3: A lot of the viewership numbers, if you track them down, go through all of them, you're finding out that a lot of it is not that the viewership is down. Is that the viewership is either elsewhere or it's streaming. As you guys mentioned with the cord cutting. Yeah.
0: Now, I don't even like, for me, I have YouTube TV, so I would not count as part of the ratings.
3: You do not count as part of the ratings. You are part of the reason why the NFL ratings are down, Mike. (laughs) It's all your fault. (laughs)
0: No, what do you have? Are you a cablesman?
2: Yeah, right now I have Xfinity cable, but I have no cable boxes. I stream it all on
0: my TV, but I still think that that counts towards the TV subscription. I do have Comcast in my bedroom, but I do not have it in the TV that I watch the game on. Okay. Let let me
2: ask you this about what's happening with the NFL. Uh, Maybe I'm going crazy, but in in terms of, you know, hey, they're forcing politics down your throat and I don't want to see them kneeling because that's one of the reasons why people claim they're not going to watch again. I feel that hasn't even really been brought up that much at all in the beginning they do the, the unity thing which they're all locking arms okay but are they forcing anything down your throat as a viewer well
3: it's funny you mentioned that because if you go back through the weeks when the republican and democratic national conventions were and take those television viewership numbers and project them back to the sporting events that were that week all those sporting events would not have been down so you could argue that it goes both
0: ways. Well, let me tell you, I remember 2016, we had this conversation almost weekly about the ratings that kept going down, and I kept arguing, like, look, these Thursday night games are horrible. You keep giving us a lousy product, we're not going to watch it. You know, it was a bad product on Thursday night, and they fixed it. But 2016 was a election year, and a lot of those networks, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC their ratings are higher than they've ever been ever we all know what this election is and what it means so keep that in mind when you're talking about ratings that there is an election coming up and that impacted the ratings in 2016 and it is again possibly but the ratings have been okay they're not you know it's just depending on what game you got what network you're watching and all that stuff so look the gloom it's almost like people are cheering for the ratings to go down that's the part that kind of bothers me they definitely are.
2: They absolutely are. And and that's ridiculous. But you know, one of the reasons why people claim they're not watching anymore is because of the stuff before the game. But I watched the entire thing and nothing bothers me at all. You know, well, I, mean, first I mean I, I just don't let that stuff, change anyway. Even but.
0: if I just couldn't deal with what they were doing, like the the, the all the stuff. I don't I can choose not to watch that part of the game. Like I just don't understand anybody who would say, Oh, these guys are doing this. I'm not watching. You have a choice to not watch that part of the game if you don't want. You can wait until the ball is kicked. I mean, I just don't understand these people who say I'm not going to watch anymore. There were people going nuts because the Eagles didn't come out of the locker room the other day. And I, and like I saw it, I was like, I feel bad for you, man. I really do. I feel bad that you can't make your own choice. You're allowing the choice of somebody else to affect the choice that you are now making. That's a... No, man,
1: Number five,
0: I can dig it. Five questions time now. What do we got?
2: All right, we're going to go all heavy on some sports betting, if you will. I looked, um, looked up some over unders and some point totals. Jason Tatum, over under 26 and a half points.
0: Going to go under. Under. Marcus
2: yeah. Smart I thought this was interesting Over under 13 and a half points
0: Marcus Smart under But he plays great defense on Butler That's why I don't like your bet about Butler Duncan Robinson Over under two and going Gonna go over there Because they'll probably be down And he's gonna be shooting a bunch late Kawhi Over
2: under 31 and a half points That's a lot
0: mm, Yeah but he's gonna need it uh, I'm gonna go over for Kawhi I'm feeling Nuggets man Okay, who's the leading scorer for the Denver Nuggets? Jokic. Okay, there's your five. You're
2: 34-21. Now, somebody
0: texted me in earlier, okay, because I said about Jokic, and he said, um, Mary carried them through the series. Come on, Mike. I said, simply respond. Jokic, period. I, he's it. Jokic just dominated this series. The Clippers can't stop. They have nobody. They have no sides to stop it. Jokic is killing them, killing them. I do think
2: Murray, though. I'm not saying you're downplaying Murray, but he has been no, something no, really No, no, no. Fun I like watch. Murray.
0: I just, I, I, just feel like he's like not. He's and he might be. Look, he's 23. He might get. He might develop into that guy. But he's like just like the next guy. You know what I mean? I'm excited to watch tonight.
2: I, I, I'm, I got a game I'm really seven. excited to see see how it plays out.
0: What's uh What gets the volume tonight? Baseball or Phils? Or You mean basketball or Phil's? Uh, yeah. Uh, basketball, playoffs, or Phil's? You got that- Eastern Conference Finals, and you got uh, Western Conference Game 7. That Marlins series has been crushing
2: me. I mean, I am just so – it takes a lot for the buzz to be ripped out of my chest for the Phil's. That's where I'm at now, so basketball is getting the volume. You you got to where I got about a month ago. Yeah. Ow. But I'm still tuning in. If, if they watch, they're going to sweep the Mets and I get sucked right back So in. what
0: gets the volume tonight? Basketball. Yeah. Hoopsman. Big hoopsman. I'm a big hoopsman. You are a big hoopsman. Yeah. We got the NBA Finals. We got the conference finals coming up. Any, it's going to be so exciting. Any pucks tonight? Yeah, you got 8 o'clock. You got pucks.
2: Yeah. And that series is one-sided as hell. Yeah would have been the flyers getting their asses kicked
0: i know when i saw i flipped that game on on sunday at three o'clock i I happened to be flipping through i say that would have been the flyer that would have sucked yeah Uh, by the way big 10 might make an announcement that they're going to play football game night with josh is up next south jersey's favorite sports show the sports bash with mike gill now has a podcast You can listen to full episodes of your favorite segments, interviews, and more. Like Football at Four, Ask Mike and Bros, and more. Whenever you want, wherever you want. Miss that big interview or reaction to breaking news? Full episodes of The Sports Bash are now available on multiple podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, and more. Just search The Sports Bash.